I am no Jedi. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Hello, explorers, and welcome to our finale of Ahsoka. As always, I'm joined by Taylor and Jimmy. Hello. Oh, howdy. And myself, this time, I'm in Belize. <laughs> Finally landed. Hours of jet lag, and it was all worth it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm being attacked by flies and midges. God knows what else is looking at me at the minute. There's snakes and spiders and all that good stuff. Well, here I am. <laughs> like dig. You're like in Dago Bar. Yeah. 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 100. If it's re- as humid as it is here, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Just make sure you shake out your shoes before you put them on. <laughs> oh, I've heard a few horror stories already. So we all watched uh, the, f- the finale of uh, Ahsoka. Uh, I'll quickly sum it up in about three words uh, before we go any further as always though spoiler alert so again if you've not watched Ahsoka the final episode yet go away watch it but make sure you come back and tune into the episode and let us know what you thought so before I go to Jimmy I'm going to quickly sum up my thoughts of the episode because I'm Bit of mixed emotions, if I'm honest. If I was going to sum it up, I'm going to say more questions than answers. Yes. More questions <laughs> than answers. What about you, Jimmy? Oh, man. I only got like five seconds of my man crush, so um, oh. I'm, not, I'm not disappointed. I have – I feel like I'm slightly vindicated from our theory and predictions because – there's no way season two is not coming. Oh yeah, so. there's definitely a season two. <laughs> Taylor, what do you think? There was so much packed into this episode. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some people will notice that, like, the timing is like like the too fast or something. But I I can't believe how much they shoved into this episode. Like, it doesn't even feel like it was what forty two or forty six minutes long. Yeah, it was about forty two minutes of. Yeah. Whenever the credits started rolling, so I mean, yeah, about forty minutes of runtime. There was a lot of good things in this, but a lot of these good things did bring more questions, so we didn't get a Oof. whole lot of answers, I guess. So, well, let's dive into Ahsoka, Episode Eight: The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. <laughs> <laughs> Direct, directed by Rick. He's back. Was yeah. it Famuia? So he Famua. always man, this guy Famuia, man, he crushed it again. Uh, I don't even know where to start, so we'll start from the beginning. I thought the music <laughs> kind of set the tone. Uh, just super intense music to open with. You know, like I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Like here we go, and uh, <laughs> man, just all right. Let's start with the opening scene. We have, uh, I think, was it. Thrawn talking talking to uh, was it Morgan? Yep. Yeah. The opening. I feel like so much happened that I can't even remember what just happened. I know. I'm like looking at my notes. So I've got it, it Mother was, Alliance. It was and, crazy busy. Yeah, yeah. It, Rick Femu always does this. Actually, now that we think about it, so it's like 
I don't know. I want to say it's like a buffet table, but instead of there being like salads and stuff that you kind of skip, it's like all the good meats and all the good seafood. It's like, <laughs> no! So, <laughs> yeah. Well, first things first, like Jimmy was saying, uh, we had Thrawn talking to um, the mothers and uh, Morgan. We still didn't find out exactly what was in that cargo. He did mention about preparing. Oh. Uh, did he mention cyanide or something? I thought I didn't quite nope, catch but it. I- I am almost a thousand percent positive those are night witches in those containers. I have been later telling on, you guys that from the very first time we saw those. He says that he woke the, the night mothers. mothers. Yes. I did pick up on that. Ezra uh, says it like so casually. Like <laughs> Some people are not going to have picked that up. Yeah. No. Um, there's um, a few, few golden nuggets along the way like that. Yeah. I have... So my notes, I have Thrawn's angry about losing to Ezra because he says how a lot of he's his officers, officers. So he's he's still holding on to that. Morgan mm-hmm. is nervous, and I and I put dot dot dot. So am I. <laughs> and <laughs> um, and then they turn her into a night sister. A night sister, like officially, she gets yeah. the gift of the, shadows. The Gift of Shadows and the Blade of Talzin. And at first I was like, Talzin, I know that name. I know Mother that name. Mother Talzin. I'm like, Talzin. Yeah, and it, like halfway through the episode, I just screamed out, Mother Talzin. And um, <laughs> Molly's like, a, we, had little, we had a little watch party. Um, so myself, my one of my coaches, Danny, and then another work friend and his, his wife came over with my wife, and we watched it on that big screen projector. So that was pretty fun, a good environment. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And what did you guys think of that? Like, just the, I just feel like, man, I'm, like, I'm kind of buzzing still. Um, it always takes me a while to kind of calm down and get into this. Uh, this <laughs> yeah, it starts guys, freaking but, out. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of that whole transition? They change her, they whip out that sword. And as soon as I saw the sword, I was like, oh, we're going to get to see what she can really do. Yeah. That actress yeah. is a. Badass martial artist, and I thought, yeah. man, we're gonna get to see her use that sword. It's gonna be great. Yeah, you could see that. I've got on, on, on my notes later on as well how talented she is. Obviously, the granddaughter of, of Bruce oh, Lee, etc. Uh, for sure, good little golden nugget. The, those those mothers freak me out massively. <laughs> massively freak me out. Uh, that's what Molly said. It's, it's, there's no yeah, coincidence. The they've dropped that before Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you've seen a few of those at your door, I think, Jimmy. Oh yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> um, yeah, like a little uh, thousand reference. Uh, I thought she took it quite well after she transformed. I loved the special effects. In it. And we were just talking on the last episode about the special effects. I thought they were fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, they were really good. Big, big fan of that. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see uh, if our explorers picked up what Thrawn was saying about loading something. That I'm, I'm sure he said something like cyanide or something. You know, at the start when he was talking to Captain Enoch. I don't know. I didn't mm. catch that, but I was yeah. little side conversations and taking notes. So yeah. maybe I probably missed a few things. Um, we'll probably see more after second watch and then we'll wish that we had yeah. recorded after. <laughs> yeah. I do think sometimes I wish we had time to watch it <laughs> twice before we recorded, but I think this is good too, though, because like, this is not my favorite episode, but I'm still like a buzz, you know? Yeah. And so like, I mean, there's no lying about how we feel. So, you know, of our listeners, I know it seems, sometimes it seems a little wonky, but yeah. I mean, you're getting us raw <laughs> 10 minutes after it premiered. 
Yeah. From there. Exactly right. We're we go deciding in... how we like it at the same time. Yeah, we're explaining. <laughs> we're talking and feeling at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, man, the next the next sequence, guys. I've been waiting to see this. I know you guys have had to have been waiting oh, to yeah. see this. Ez- Ezra building his lightsaber. Him and Huang just going at it. You know, Huang's <laughs> like, I just the whole conversation, but um. I just saying that out loud, I got goosebumps like down my body again, like thinking about it. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of that scene? Taylor. Just, first of all, right away, I'm like, oh my gosh, Heang has a walk in lightsaber building closet. <laughs> like, it's a total walk in closet with like building desk, everything. It gave me like the Jedi Fallen Order vibes because all the different oh, yeah. like shelves and stuff. And it's like sitting up on the stand, like but his Good lightsaber. Call, and he's making it so he's making it so cool, and he's like putting his own little like tweaks and stuff. And he hangs like, no, no, that'll never work. That'll never work. And it just reminds me of like two old guys or like an old guy and his dad like working on a car, an old car, and they're both like doing their own thing. It's like, no, 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 like let me get in there. You know what I mean? So it just reminded me of that, and I just that was super cool. And of course, when he's looking for the um, that first Emitter. part of. Yeah, the emitter. Of course, we know the emitter of the saber. I'm like, no way, no way. Yeah, he's doing oh, it. He's yeah. doing it. He Yang, Hu Yang, however you pronounce it, pulls out apparently the what, like the exact copy of Kanan's emitter yeah. for his saber when he was a kid, and then he starts talking about, well, I actually showed Kanan how to make his saber, but wasn't his name Caleb? He says Caleb, though. He says, says Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Because I actually calls him Kanan. Okay, so they're yeah. both saying it. Okay, because I was like trying to catch it, but like I was, I actually was able to watch this episode with my husband, and he kept pausing it and asking. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't pause it anymore. Come on. <laughs> Deadline. <laughs> Deadline. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Little, I got a good little reference with uh, Kanan. Uh, yeah. And you got some. Go on, Jimmy. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. It's a good little reference to the Kane, and I, I love the the build up and the relationship. Again, just watching Ezra develop in those few minutes didn't seem a lot, but it's just the mention of Kane, and the whole scene just changes, like the whole Ooh, body language, yeah. everything, literally yeah, the emotion. You just turn. feel you feel the sorrow seeping through from Sabine and Ezra. You know the, yeah, the loss Sabine's of the loss like of right Kane, and I think it's one of the only Jedi at the minute for a long time, apart from Qui Gon. Where I've actually felt the sorrow of the Jedi once I've lost one of their own. Mm. I know because yeah. you're always supposed to like well, be happy that they're with the Force. And... Yeah, Taylor, that's a good yeah. point. You're always supposed mm. to celebrate them. I, I still some of the things that the Jedi do just I just don't buy into. But um, yeah, yeah, I got some real Harry Potter vibes from that scene. Ollivander's, uh, right? You know, this is the brother to your one. Yeah, That's so, exactly what yeah, I thought. So I got too. a little, got a little uh, vibe of oh. that. Obviously, I, I'm I'm down for all the pop culture. Um, and I then was thinking the conversation, the whole time too. and he asked him, uh, "How long have you been doing this?" And he's like, "Long enough to know." This is Huang saying it. Long enough to know that the relationship between the Jedi and the Master is as challenging as it is meaningful. And I thought that was a really cool. Yeah. Line, and that's yeah. when he finds that emitter and i was like i mean i was like i was like no way no way and everyone's everyone's <gasps> with me was like no way no way and uh yeah that thought that was just 
You don't get to see him build them very often. Is this the first live-action saber build we've seen? Has there been one where someone's built a saber? I uh, want to say yeah. There, I feel like there has to be, but this was a really good one. Like, yeah. we don't usually get to see them screwing around and using their well, fingers. Like, they're usually yeah. using the force and stuff, right? But I don't know if we've ever seen it uh, live action before. So that was kind of exciting. No. Yeah. Um, and now we've, we've, okay, so we moved there. And I thought this did a pretty good job of answering some questions. Like Jack said, though, we got more questions than answers. We did get some answers. And we finally got the answer I think a lot of people wanted to know. What happened between Sabine and Ahsoka? Yeah, so, yeah. <gasps> yeah, they tied they that up uh, pretty nicely. Uh, With the I whole Mandalore it, thing. Yeah, and it makes sense as well. You don't want you don't want another Sith going rogue. Uh, yeah. So again, really uh, wise choice, I think, from from uh, Ahsoka. She's seen it happen, right? Yeah. From someone she cares about She's, most, and that, that's what's put her off, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a good little uh, nugget on that. I think from there, did we go to where they? Uh, she went outside. Obviously, Sabine was outside. Ahsoka was on the top. Basically, we saw them connecting up a little bit, and then the tie fighters came down. Yeah, so Ahsoka talks. Um, you know, they kind of tied in, like you guys said, they tie in the Night of a Thousand Tears to, uh, with the uh, Sabine's parents. Yeah, her whole there's family. a couple references to people turning to the dark side yeah. uh, which we'll get to in the end but um and then she comes out and they talk and uh you know i know taylor you you've nailed it a couple times about ahsoka's transformation yeah and you know she talks about anakin and just uh i also think she was referencing when anakin stood beside her during her trials yeah you know, in well, the she says, well she says anakin uh i have a like a really quick quote here Anakin was always by my side, and I'll be on your side from now on. But it was like not that, that exact. But yeah, like Anis- Anakin always stood by me, and now that's what I'm going to do for you. Because really, she hasn't been <laughs> this whole time, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that, and then she kind of like, kind of point like picks that Sabine like so you're. Uh, little gamble paid off by the way like you're lucky mm. and it's like oh you heard about that and she's like yes i know <laughs> that you gave him the map after i told you to destroy it but yeah but ahsoka's so like a uh, glass half full now right yeah so, she really is very much so <laughs> but what'd i like you, it because that that just reminds me of more of what ahsoka always has been for us right yeah absolutely mm-hmm. It's a good, mm-hmm. it, she's had a great story, uh, character arc throughout these eight episodes. Like, yeah. Really well done. I know people are real grumpy really about it and stuff, but they just, man, this shows Dave's been thinking about this for a long time, and he's really, the characters, he could have just, you know, they could have just pushed through this without that, but it really kind of adds the next level. Then she drops yeah. Train Your Mind. Well, she tells her a secret. It's not about wielding a lightsaber. Like, yeah. Train your mind. Train your body. Trust in the Force. I figured Jack will be force. using this one as one of his quotes sooner or later. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I, I love that. And then, I, then Jack said, "Like here come the here come the Tie Fighters." Yes, yeah. brilliant little scene. Uh, not really a great deal to it. I did like the fact that her and Ezra worked together. I thought that was fantastic. I love seeing Jedi like that. Um, mm. 
Oh, and, like, and the ship's gonna crush all the shellfish yeah, people. That, that, and that they're just like, uh, oh, so cool. And I, I was a big fan of the maneuver to to get through the ties as well. I thought that was pretty smart. I like that. <laughs> really like Literally that. through them. <laughs> yeah, big fan of that because it makes <laughs> sense as well. Um, yeah. And that was pretty much really the big thing from that scene, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, there wasn't a great deal from that. No, I thought that they were going to use that as plot uh, device to drive them towards the uh, towards the chimera, but obviously we'll get to the you know yeah. the end. But I I really thought okay, so the T six is down, so now we've got to get everyone to the. Uh, and it was a pretty yeah. little fun scene with um, with uh, I don't know if it's yeah with. Uh, the Noti and Hugh Wang trying to fix the, and he's like, don't wait yeah. for me. He's like, oh, man, this is the help I got. We're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That was brilliant. That little, <laughs> time, that little note. He's like, like electrocuting uh, himself. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> pretty cute. But yeah. And then from so there, obviously we're seeing them all, um, riding the wolves. Um, I forget the name now towards the, uh, Charmier. The howlers. Right. That's yeah. The so howlers. Yeah. Uh, Sabine and Ezra are riding the same one, and Ahsoka is riding yeah. one, and they're racing, like running super see. fast. But yeah, so obviously at this point, then we see them on the howlers running towards uh, the ship, uh, and I think here we see a little bit of desperation from uh, Thrawn, uh, where he starts bringing down the the Hellfire. <laughs> yeah, they just start uh, shooting at them. Oh yeah, and uh, obviously then you see them running towards uh, the entrance. You see Ahsoka obviously telling them to help each other out, and that's the first instance we see of Sabine using the Force again. But interestingly, we don't know if Sabine's actually helping or she's just stuck a hand out. Yeah, yeah I that so was... yeah, so Ezra's like Ezra and Ahsoka are trying to keep or open the door so that they can get up yeah. to the ship before Thrawn takes off. And Ahsoka just yells back, Sabine, help out! And I'm just like, what? Like, what is yeah. Sabine gonna do right now? It's like, but I guess we see. Moving on. That's the first yeah, that was, as well. Yeah. That's great so, writing. Yeah. To disguise it that way. Um, I mean, obviously, Floney wrote all this stuff, but to disguise her ability, like, oh, ooh, is she helping that? I mean, I think all of us, I would say, we all assume that she just had her hand out like one of us trying to walk through a, a sliding glass door wasn't really yeah. doing much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when they get through the gate, the look on Thrawn's face is he's killer. So as he's just like, he's like, ah, oh, crap, here we go again. Like, yes. this damn Jedi. So I thought that was pretty cool. His look on his face was just, just one. people who don't know Thrawn. You know, even I know he mentioned that stuff early in the beginning of the episode, but people who don't know him could be like, you could see like he's like, uh oh, yeah. here we yeah. go. One key you can point, tell by his mouth, like his like, yeah, how tight his mouth is, is how is there... stressed out he is. <laughs> one one key point I think is worth mentioning as well. That that scene is, it's the first time you see Ahsoka truly trust Sabine. So even though she tells her to help out, you don't know if she's actually helping out, but it's shown that Ahsoka is now putting a bit of faith into Sabine's abilities. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Thrawn, Thrawn pretty much looked how we felt once we've seen the Jedi getting mm -hmm. in there. Uh, and that's when obviously the real action started to happen. Uh, we've seen the troops oh. amassing. 
did did they know exactly what they were getting into? I'm not completely sure they did. No, I don't think she told them. <laughs> he exactly asks like three times. Into. Were they were they aware? Are they aware that, that they're going that, in to fight look, three Jedi? That look was one of those looks where you've asked someone something to do something and they've gone, yeah, I forgot to tell them. But yeah, yeah we, they're happy. They're happy. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah, it went off. I was a bit confused as to why Ezra's gone back to blue, but I guess if it's if we're going down to Pinnacity stuff, he's obviously gone down to the Sentinel Jedi, uh, and then Sabine's mm. gone down to the Where Guardian. Did... I... So he just got a Kyber crystal off the T six, or I'm thinking it, so. That's, that's that was that's me right away. I'm like, where did he get that where crystal? Got one from. Um, right, obviously, okay. Sabine was. Was was green. Circle was still white. So my my theory of different colours were coming up would, had gone out the window. Uh, mm. And then we seen the action, which I thought was absolutely awesome. Yes, that action sequence, and it's a long one. They, like you guys said, they pack a lot in, and I think this is part of that. <laughs> this yeah. makes me hungry for the acolyte in another way. That I mean, we talked about it on uh, our the theories one and stuff like that, but seeing three Jedi using the force <laughs> and fighting. And then of course they, you know, they lay waste to them all They're Yeah. <laughs> so, it is so cool to see Ezra live action. Ezra wielding the lightsaber. He absolutely oh, I destroyed so it. Oh, I, said, I wasn't so sure, good. but he, he, yeah, he absolutely killed it for me. Absolutely killed it. How did you guys, like- how'd you guys feel of seeing those Jedi? Like, they're yeah, awesome. Exactly, exactly like you're saying, Jimmy. You've seen the different fighting styles. For me, different colours, as stupid as it sounds, like different sabres. And then I also love the fact that Sabine went back to blasters as well. I was like, yes, this is what I want to see. Yeah, yeah Sabine's almost like, okay, well, everybody else has their sabres, so I'll have mine out too. And then it's like, okay, screw this. I'm better with, I'm better with my <laughs> blasters. <laughs> Which is so and, good. Um, a really funny point as well. I, I don't know if you caught this. As soon as that battle started, Sabine took a bullet or a, a, a laser blast to the head straight off. Really? <laughs> Did you not pick it up? So when you watch it back, it's like, sabers up and it's ding. Right, let's go. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. She misses. She missed because Ahsoka looks over at her and is like, you okay? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my straight God. in the helmet. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh my god, I totally missed that. But that's, that's totally what I mean. Fun. It's the difference between Ezra and Ahsoka trained Jedi properly and Sabine still that raw Mando, Mando Jedi kind of thing. So I, I loved it. As soon as you got hit in the head, I, I was howling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also had oh a question god. answered as well in terms of the night troopers. Who or what are they? So we know that those night troopers or stormtroopers were people. Yes. But what we didn't know is what happened to them. So obviously they thought they'd killed them essentially they had and then we yeah. got our first um nod to the books to the uh i forget the name of the novel now but it's got the zombie stormtroopers in it has it right on the them right on the front uh is it, is, is it the book called death troopers or i think so i can't remember off the top of my head but you see all the eyes glowing green and that like, uh, there is a picture of it out there i think I, i've seen the cover of the one you're talking about yeah, yeah. But I think so their again, eyes were like glowing yellow or something. What did you guys know. think of the zombies? So good. They're like their movements are so good. Um, I liked that they're just hitting them and they're just still going down. I liked that right away they didn't just start going for headshots right away because 
let's be honest, um, Ezra's not watching The Walking Dead and knowing to go for headshots. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they didn't do headshots like right off of that. Um, but I, yeah, it, it was so good. Like, um, and Ahsoka goes, well, that, that never happened before. And like, you see yeah. this, you hear this like vo- tone in her voice where she's like worried. Like you don't hear that Ahsoka oh, voice. Yeah. So that was good. What did you think, Jimmy? Yeah. I liked it. Uh, the book's called Death Troopers. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the, the CG, the CGI and stuff like that, the glowing green eyes in the, in the, uh, Stormtrooper helmets and stuff like that yeah. was pretty cool. I like and then yeah. just being kind of coming to life in that fight and it, it kind of gave you a, a bit of a, you know, a creepy zombie movie kind of. Dave tied so much into this. I mean, you think about the title, you're looking at C.S. Lewis, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's a gamble. Zombies. I just, think it's a big gamble because I think there's going to be a lot of people out there that aren't a fan of the zombie stuff. Well, Clone well, Wars people are going to be, are going to like it. You know, so. And that's the thing is, um, my wife still said, you know, the, the Night Witches, they still don't feel like Star Wars to her, but she's not seen as much. Yeah. So yeah. what did she right. say about Ooh. the zombies? Well, let me ask her, what do you feel about the zombies? I didn't like that either. She didn't like that either. <laughs> she said, it's not a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is Halloween that, season. Well, that, yeah. that, that's, that's my point. That's my point. This uh, people do look at it and go, "That isn't Star Wars. Or it doesn't. It doesn't feel right." But for me, yeah. at first I was like, "Oh, not zombies!" And then when they started moving around <laughs> and doing the thing, I thought, "Actually, no. He's, he's, he's made this work quite well." Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like we alluded to earlier, then we got into the scene with um, Mork and Elspeth in the middle with a blade. Uh, so good. Game on. Happy Ezra and um, Sabine went round, and then the duel. I thought the duel was absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll let you yeah. guys talk about that in a second. But something else I picked up on is <laughs> she started touching the blade with her hand and running her hand down the blade. And I know it's not a lightsaber. Yeah, she but was I was like... just thinking, please be careful. You're going to lose a hand here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she could move. Both of them, amazing. I'd love to know how long it took him to do the fight sequence with rehearsals and everything. And there was uh, long cuts too. Like there was a bunch yeah. of shortcuts back and forth. Like there was some really long filming cuts that it, they had it was, to do. It was really well done. What do you reckon, Jimmy? Yeah, I, I like I said when I saw her, they, them hand her that sword. You know, I was kind of dumbfounded by the name for a second, but I figured that out. And then I just thought, man, they are giving her an opportunity to showcase who and what she is as a real live person and she did not disappoint and i thought rosario and it looked like it was her most of the time i know because i mean mm. but even her stunt doubles like they that was good fighting like that was an awesome yeah. sword fight um real quick the night trooper thing everyone thought they were zombies anyway so i don't know you know we found out that they weren't but i mean they end up being exactly what we thought they were most of us right i mean we yeah. kind of thought they were undead so but yeah, Taylor, what do you think about that fight with Morgan and uh, Ahsoka? Um, well, first off, right away, I was like, "Oh, both the Pokemon are leveled up now!" Like, <laughs> <they're> like <laughs> both of them have evolved since their last battle, right? Like, Ahsoka's now like Ahsoka the White and positive, and uh, oh, Morgan Elspeth. Yeah, about that, yeah, and Morgan Elspeth is like mother of w- witches or whatever, and she's. Uh, 
Uh, that, that's the scene where she's buying more time for Thrawn. Yeah. And yeah, that so he's like, sacrificed. for the Empire. And she's like, for Dathomir. Like, she's like, no, yeah. for the Empire, for Dathomir. And she takes out one of Ahsoka's sabers. Right? Oh, yeah. What the heck? Bam. I don't know which one it was, the short one or the long one. It was um, a short one. Short one. Oh, I actually really like that one. But it's a okay. classic case of light versus dark. Like you say, you've got Ahsoka the White and Elizabeth the Dark. Yeah. As far as yeah. Really, really clever tie-in. Yeah, um, it was really good. And then I think my favourite part of the entire episode was when Ezra and Sabine were taking on those troopers. Because at first I was like, what the hell are these troopers? Then I heard them talk. I was like, oh, oh my God, it's the death troopers from Rogue One. Yeah. Oh they are, um, but they're like dead. Then, or whatever. No, that's the thing. So, like Jimmy said, then we sort of know what they are, what they aren't, and what they become to, to an extent. So, when uh, the helmet was shut off and a bit of the jaw thing was showing, it looked to me like uh, wow, there's a giant lizard on my window. Uh, it looked to me <laughs> like they were literally just ran across the window. <laughs> uh, it literally looked like they had the zombie flesh showing so I was like well, yeah, are, they already, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are they already dead or could you sort of explain that and say is that the makings of a blaster burn I was under, this, under the impression that the death troopers had been modified yeah. like, they had been like modified even like the ones in Rogue One yeah. had been modified and stuff like that but yeah I thought because I was kind of confused like were they yeah. dead once already and now they're back? So, or I think they were dead ones already or they've yeah. been modified because they had super strength the way they were lift, lifting uh, Sabine up with one hand, etc. and Ezra. Yeah. Yeah, like I uh, wonder if they were just like already that, that dead and they're just... Another awesome scene where they're fighting then. I thought that was brilliant. And obviously oh. that's when we saw that Morgan had, had, had been seen off as well. Um. What did you guys think of the the, the death zombie troopers? Um, well, the well the zombie troopers were, I don't know. I, those ones, the first ones, just the stormtroopers, they were just alive always, and then they died, and then the spell like hit them, and then these um, the 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 darker troopers or whatever, death they look troopers. like they've been dead for a while. Like, I don't know if that's, like, yeah. they were dead for a while and they used the same spell, or if it's, like, a different spell, but they're using them. But yeah. I just wanted to say, when Sabine is fighting and she's got one hand on her blaster and one hand on her saber, she has got it figured out. Like, she's, like, it was so cool. Like, I had, like, goosebumps and I had, like, huge smile. I was like, yeah! So, her with one blaster, one saber, it looks so cool. Sabine, like, that right there made me, like, love Sabine. It was so cool. What about you, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, I thought they were cool. I, 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 I usually what happens is after we're done recording, I'll go up and start editing, and then I'll rewatch the episode as I'm doing it. So I'm kind of <laughs> curious to get a better look um, at them. The because uh, we're watching it on a widescreen projector, yeah. so it wasn't super clear. But yeah, I, right. I'm a little confused. Like I said, I thought from what I've read that they were modified troopers like they had a bunch of different modifications and things done to them but they look like they were zombies already so yeah uh but i thought it was pretty cool like that was a good fight everyone had someone to fight um yeah and then i was like starting him to force push one of them off the edge well that's why what i was thinking like oh we're gonna have to get them close to the edge and push them off yeah. and they can't kill them but then that kind of leads us to the hey. moment man 
This leads us to the moment. The big one. So all of that talk with the previews, we had months of it, weeks of it, even the last seven weeks of it. Is Sabine a Jedi? Does she have the powers? Dave tricks us with the door. And then the Luke Skywalker <laughs> Wampa moment that we've all kind of been waiting for. And I I don't know. People are going to hate it. I wasn't real keen on it. But when she was trying to use the Force to get her saber, I was on the edge of my seat like, come on, Sabine. Come on, Sabine. Move, move, move. Yeah. And then it did. And I just I got caught up in the moment. I'm not going to lie about it. Like Maybe I, I think I was kind of against her being a Jedi at first. But in that moment, I was a huge Sabine fan. I was cheering for everyone yeah. in the room looked at me like I was a crazy person. But I, I love it. I know there's going to be some ramifications for it, for it, whatever. But I don't, I don't mind it. Like I, I don't. I'm, I'm down with it. She's kind of proven over these eight, eight episodes. She's got some things to learn. Yeah. But I'm glad she's a Jedi, and I'm glad she's, you know, we're going to get to see that. So, yeah, I mean, the franchise needs more female Jedi. So it was going to be a dead yeah. as bad as it may seem or sound. They've got to. It's so male hero orientated. I think Star Wars. You look at the female Jedi's that you've got now. You've got Rey. You've got Yaddle to an extent. Ahsoka's there. Sabine's there. Hera's there. Leia's there. But Jedi wise, you've only got like three or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most people aren't going to read the High Republic like we do. Yeah, the High tons, Republic is full of female Jedi. Yeah, tons of strong female characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, what do you guys think, guys? Like Sabine Wren, move the lightsaber. Oh, I just... I liked it. Like it's literally a life or death moment for her. Like he's choking her out. She's watching Ezra also probably dying at the same time. Um, and also this is kind of that. It rhymes with the other series, like all the Jedi that are kind of becoming themselves and finding themselves as Jedi always have that kind of, you know, the lightsaber grab, like Luke has it, Ray has it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that iconic first realizing how to use your lightsaber grabbing it. So I I liked that. Um, And yes, I was also like, yeah, I was like, great. (laughs) So I liked it. It, it was it was a really really good scene. I enjoyed I enjoyed that. The only thing yeah. I got a little annoyed at was the next scene, which we're going to in a second. But in terms of grabbing oh. the lightsaber and that, happy days. Yeah, I yeah, and I I need to go back and listen to episode three because um, I rewatched the first five episodes yesterday off and on while I was doing stuff, and um, we got to the, you know, we made all those funny cup videos, and I think yeah. that we said then, <laughs> Taylor. I don't know I don't know who was on the review that night. But oh, I said, it's going to take a moment of life or death and that Sabine's going to use the Force. I mean, yeah. It's not like it was a, like a, a really was out there in left field or something, but, you know, no, it kind of came exact- through. So. That's yeah. exactly what you said. You said it's either going to be, like, her having to save someone or it's going to be her, like, the very life or death, and that's going to get her to get that, to tip her over the edge. But uh, yeah. apparently it's not just that you're, you know just barely making you have a little bit of strength in the force apparently you just switch it on yeah, once it's, right once Sabine? it's on it's on uh, apparently, so talking about apparently. edges they they obviously needed a bit of a, a force push to get them through the edge this is yeah. what annoyed me a little bit because obviously she's only just sort of now really 
used the force. Obviously, we had it with the gate where we weren't too sure. We had it with yeah. the lightsaber where it was like, okay, yeah, she's got it. Now, at this point, I was a bit like, right, so she has got it. She's confident in her abilities. Happy days. But what annoyed me was exactly what she said where she was like, the longer we leave it, the less chance we've got. And I was literally going, go now, shut up, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse in my eyes, in my opinion, and any show. If something's getting away from you and that's time and you're stood there talking, I cannot stand it. <laughs> what sense would you... You'd be like, well, I've got to go, I can't talk, push me. Yeah, just go. You didn't even have time to think about it. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, good little scene with the, with the force push and pull. Um, and I, I thought about it for a second, and I, and I think I remember some Clone Wars episodes where they, they throw each other in front of her or yeah. they actually thrown her. So she would know the technique. She would have had used it or seen it being used. Because at first in I was Rebels. like, all, well, yeah, um, I was like, people are getting so and, mad. Yeah, Kanan and Ezra always threw each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, throw me. Yeah, Ezra was always thrown around. It was one of their, yeah. was one of their so, special moves. It was one of their moves. Yeah. So, yeah, which is um, so cool. he has a reference point for it. So, because at first I was like, she just automatically knows this. And I think I'm like, man, this is going to make a lot of people angry. Uh, but now that I think about it, yeah, she definitely has seen it. She has, you know, but people who don't watch Clone Wars won't know that. But Rebels. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rebels. So, but yeah, no, you're right. And now, so it takes us on to the next scene where obviously we see Ezra get up there, take out the two stormtroopers. He then grabs the comms and pulls away the stormtrooper. Another little nod to, the, to his rebel days where he used to get in their Without. uniform. Classic uh, yeah. Ezra. Yeah, and then it, switch, it switches back then to Ahsoka coming up the stairs uh, against Morgan and the rest of the stormtroopers. And at this point, I think, I think I was definitely thinking she's on her own here. I think she might die or she might get left behind. Uh, yeah, I questioned it for a second. And another, another wow moment with awesome music where she wasn't alone. No. Uh, so no. I sort of got my a- Avengers theme of, we're not alone. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking about, Jack, when that yeah. happened. I was like, well, Jack's going to be happy. Yeah. Not, so we're I not was, alone. I was, so. I was buzzing off that again. Another little cool scene with Sabine uh, helping out. Um, yeah. Again, yeah, what did you guys you think of that? Yeah, because you don't actually see Sabine jump. Like, you see nah. her throw Ezra, and he, like, barely makes it. And then the next scene is her about to start running, and then she sees Ahsoka, and then we don't see Sabine jump because obviously yeah. she's going to run she wait back. That and... long? Why yeah. did she wait that long to say uh, no? <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. oh, never well, mind. I think she <laughs> would have had to have gone around and stuff like that, sneak around a little bit. But I mean, it's just trying yeah. to think of like the actual events happening. If it was real life, she had to sneak yeah. around and get to the backside because she was on one side of the thing, get to the other. But yeah. I liked it. I did. Ahsoka yeah, used the same. Did Ahsoka use the same move that she used to disarm Anakin in the World Between Worlds to disarm Morgan Elsbeth? It kind of looked the same. Oh. Not no, sure. I didn't. It was a good shot, that. I'll have to watch that back. If the Explorers know, let us know. Yeah, because, I like, didn't they didn't really that show it. Mm. They didn't really show it in World Between Worlds. Like, they kind of spin around each other. But as they're spinning around, she has the blade. And they kind of did the same thing. And all of a sudden, she's got the blade and she swipes her and she takes and she's her got out. Both. And she double takes Morgan out. Like, not yeah, even just she's... lightsaber. Like, I'm taking you out with this mother talisman sword, too. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the witches are just like, Morgan's dead. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. yeah like, and oh. Thrawn's like, yep, that's what she was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. And yeah, and then from that point, we see them jump off the cliff edge. And I wasn't sure. I thought at this point, they're going to run and try and jump on the ship. Yeah, me too. Uh, like, here we go. And then obviously you see them. I kind of assumed that's what they were doing. Yeah. Another Lord of the Rings jumping off the, sh- the tower and landing on yeah. an animal or landing on your ship. On the but, eagle. Uh, when I see them yeah, running I mean, and go to jump, I expect them to jump lot like, far forward. But when they jump downwards, I thought, oh, no, they're going to land on the Jedi shuttle. And obviously they yeah. did yeah. when it, when it yeah. came up. And uh, Thrawn obviously then, I want to say betrayed, but obviously he knew what he was doing, uh, destroyed the fortress. And you see the scene yeah. with the mothers where they all look at each other like, hmm. Is that the first... Uh, First threads of like descent building because he just laid waste to their. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've got an idea in my mind, and I'll, I'll speak about it in a bit about the Daphomir thing. And, and that, like you said, then I think that's the first scene you're going to see or we see now of there isn't 100% trust between these people, these groups. Well, no. there can never be. Oh, that's They're using each other for sure. Yeah, 100%. And as I've said, I, I was the one who said right away that those are like the. the bodies of other witches coming from the homeworld of you know the witches of Dathomir so just so you know when those end up being witches I said it (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, that that leads me to another crazy theory then after that obviously we see them we see Thrawn uh, obviously get get his little mention of of how victorious is now chuffed chuffed to bits he's happy that he's got his victory uh, and then obviously it goes into the end stuff. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do the end stuff a little bit backwards, just because uh, we I think we need longer to get into certain things. So I'm gonna start off with the last thing that we see is Ezra coming off the shuttle and meeting Hera. Yeah. Oh, what do yeah. you guys think of that? Because that's quite emotional. We'll start with you, Taylor. Oh, that was so good. And first of all, Ezra didn't have to be wearing the stormtrooper like armor coming off the ship like i get sneaking yeah. off and and stealing that's his, that's the ship his little rebels rebels yeah. not i think again yes it has to be and he totally stole shin's ship or shin and balin's ship and yeah. he's like landing there and like chopper like chopper's the one who recognizes chopper him away. first yeah, yeah and he like just how he like touches top chopper's head and it was just like oh like oh yeah. my god and like, like i uh... was super so happy oh He's like, hi, Hera. I'm home. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a mother and son reunion. The look yeah. on Hera's look on Hera's face. Like the acting in this has been really, really, really good. Really, really good. I mean, everyone has done an awesome job, but just you know, with the eyes and stuff, and just seeing each other, I thought that was pretty cool. The yeah. chopper knowing it was him, just being able to sense it. You know, I I know like, people are probably sick of hearing me say this, but I always equate droids to dogs like their loyalty and so yeah. smell it's like he could smell it was ezra and he knew he like did. after a minute like it was him um so that was a really cool scene and i know like yeah out of the i think there were six of us in my living room three of us were like in the know <laughs> as far as rebels and things and we're all like oh yeah, yeah. like that was so good so, uh, so yeah i love it there's a, f- there a few things that i thought they missed or I was a bit like, mm, okay, with, with that scene. So the first thing, I wish that it had Jason Sindula there and him and Ezra had met. Yeah, I, think they missed, I was like waiting for that. missed a bit of that. an opportunity. But, well, yeah, they came down because they thought it was somebody bad. Right. That leads me nicely into my there. second point. So I'm so glad you said that. 
So they've already had one Rebel cruiser ship absolutely annihilated by pretty much the same ship. How easy was it for that ship just to dock again? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah they just let it land when it but literally just took out that last someone one. Someone there oh must have been thinking, I'm pretty sure this happened last time and didn't go down, so I won't <laughs> let someone board us. But anyway, Star Wars, I'm oh, happy. Yeah, it, it was a good little scene. Uh, next thing I'll talk about, because I think it's pretty quick and there's less to talk about with this as well, because I want to move on to the big one, is um, Shin's little scene where she put a lightsaber up. What is going on there? Over. Yeah, she's yeah, taking over a clan and that's it. She's taking over the Tuscans of Peridia. Yeah. She doesn't know what to I... do. She's so confused. She's like, she did he even like knight her? Like, we're done your training? Or is it just like, I'm done? Yeah, like, that's what I'm. That's going to come back when I score this episode. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wasn't real pleased with how little time we got with her. I mean, her and Balin, I, they were an afterthought, I think. Yeah, yeah it was I like, oh, crap. This should, should have been an hour long. We should have gotten a cut scene. You could, have, you could have opened with them talking and going their separate ways or something. But I think her holding that lightsaber up, blasting it over her head, is to say, hey, I'm going, I'm in charge now, fools. Yeah. And I think that she's going to have her band of merry men. Um, and of course, I think that's going to like, because I mean, they're obviously yeah. stuck on that planet for a while. That's, yeah. So yeah. something's going on be, there. Yeah. But, you know, but too, like, you become a better master after you teach, right? Like, when you teach yeah. something, yeah. you become better at it. So I think that this is going to help her become a better Jedi or better whatever she is. I don't want to more say yeah. Sith or Jedi. Maybe. Yeah, more confident because she does seem lost. She seems like, you know, and I, she needs to have that experience, that life experience. And I think mm. this is how how she'll get it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I was I was fully expecting her to be betrayed by Thrawn. I think what could have made a decent scene is if she was chasing them down on the wolves, on the howlers, and as that fire's coming down, that she'd have got struck. Yeah. Uh, but like mm. I said in the the Theris, uh episode, I think the scope now for her to take over Balin's arc, unless and this is going to lead me into the next thing I'm going to talk about, obviously Balin, have they got extra footage that they could use? Who knows? Because wow. the Balin bit, I know it's your man, Jimmy. So you can start us off. What did you think mm-hmm. about the Balin scene in the mountains? Or well, he has a different cape on. I noticed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, look pretty thick. But like, um, Molly, change the fabric. Yeah, I need, I need to change the fabric on that cosplay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but again, I'm still angry. That this is all we got. But man, what we got was nuts. Because I yeah. think, because don't we? I have it written down in order. But so we see Ahsoka when they go back to the the Noti, We see the Morai, which we all assume yeah. is the, the daughter. And then all of a sudden he's standing there and he's looking and there's the statues and you have one crumbled. You have the father standing out there like the uh, Lord of the Rings Kings down the river. And then you have the son beside him. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I looked at the time. I was like, oh man, this is all we're getting. Like, this is it. That's it. Yeah. And so um, I know we talked about him needing to be scarred or something so they could change characters. And I know we had mentioned too on the theory stuff about uh, Lee, was it Liev Schreiber, the guy who's been in like some action movies. He played like Saber Tooth and yeah, he was yeah. an X Man. 
if you put someone did a thing where they put a beard on him and it really good it's not it's not far off and he has the voice he could do it i could he do the acting i don't think they should (laughs) it breaks my heart i mean obviously it's a terrible loss for the Ray Stevens' family and, and, you know, in the Star Wars world and nerd him in mm-hmm. general because he did a lot of things. But he's, this is probably going to be something he's beloved for more than anything he's done. And he's so not bad. here to get, like, imagine he gets to walk out on stage at uh, Japan, you know, Tokyo oh. celebration. Jeez. That place oh is going, would have melted down for that man. Yeah. Oh. It's just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little emotional thinking about it. Like, I love yeah. that character. I loved all the lines, you know, the Jedi stuff. And it just, it breaks my heart that that's, that's all we're going to get. So, I mean, yeah. I it was can't a believe how beautiful last, right now. It was a beautiful last scene for him. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so. then, obviously, we've got um, a couple more scenes that we'll, we'll go into in a minute. Cool, yeah. Uh, obviously, quite an emotional scene there with Balin. So the next thing uh, we're going to quickly speak about is the bit with Sabine and Ahsoka. Clearly, they get left in the village uh, with mm-hmm. the Noti. I missed the bit with the Morai that you were talking about there. Jim. I didn't quite see that. Uh, obviously, Sabine sees something. Uh, I quickly watched it two or three mm-hmm. times. I was looking in the clouds like, what has she seen there? Ahsoka yeah, has a quick it? glance. And then, obviously, we get the big, the big reveal. Uh, Hayden Christensen again, making his presence known. At this point, oh. I was a bit like, why? But then I sort of got it because he's happy to be there and see her. Um, he's like watching did, over her. Yeah. Um, but what I did sort of laugh at is nobody cares that they've been left behind. <laughs> 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 no one's panicking. Like, Ahsoka and Sabine have not said anything. Well, said well Ahsoka's like, I think this is where we're like, uh, uh, Ezra's back home. And I think we're, we're where we need to be for now. And I think. I yeah. think Ahsoka's like, okay, we got some intense training to do now that you have finally found your force yeah. powers. So I think Ahsoka's so a, totally happy to be there. Just so to, a, yeah, I was just a bit like, <laughs> no one's mentioned them yet. And even Ezra Tahara's not said anything. Or, <gasps> is, is that why they aren't there at the end of like the Skywalker saga? Because they're just stuck in another galaxy. But, we're getting, well, that, but we have to be getting a season two. There has to be. So well, I think this is what Jimmy's going to be talking about now. What do you reckon, Jimmy? Oh, about a season two? Yeah, and, and that scene no, people leading nicely. Yeah, there's no way now. I, I told you yesterday, or when did we record? Sunday? Sunday. I told you guys. I was like, a, Rosario Dawson said that just so people didn't realize it was happening. Like, <laughs> that yeah. trick is being played out, I think. Now, Freddie Prince got us because I really did think we were getting a flashback of him. Oh, I, thought, I, I, I still don't. I still don't believe. I still believe nah, that we could see that season two possibly. Yeah, the show's, yeah. The show's massively popular. Um, so good. But I thought it was cool seeing Anakin because uh, right before that, Soka tells her it's time to move on. I was like, "A move on from what?" Like, yeah, like you guys are stuck. Yeah. So is she talking about moving on from like Anakin's training or whatever? But he looks happy. He looks good. I feel like. He's back fully on the light side. Maybe she released him in the yeah. world between worlds. Like he was stuck. And I don't and think she, they I don't think they de aged Hayden Christensen for that. I think that's that a was, re- that's a really good point though, that yeah. Jimmy. Oh. 
So maybe she kind of helped him find the light officially. Like, you know, he shows up at the end of Return of the Jedi, whatever. But like you said, Taylor, he's kind of at the age, you know, he would have been when he he fell to being Vader and stuff. And we look Mm -hmm. like it at least. So I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into that, mate. I'm reading into theory. it too much, but you know, that's what my head can until I'm told otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last bit we'll talk about, obviously, is Thrawn declaring his victory um, oh. and then being told, right, they've arrived at Dathomir. Um, so again, Throwing some shade at Ahsoka, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was chuffed to bits with himself. Obviously, he's not realized yeah. that Ezra's got back with him, which is quite funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did. I did. Um, once they said they were at Dathomir, obviously something's happening now with the mothers. Obviously, they've gone back to Dathomir because that's where the magic is, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those bodies. So that that yeah. makes sense, complete sense to me. For sure. Um, I think that wraps it all up. Is there anything else you guys want to add uh, with the Dathomir bit, Taylor? Um, not really. Well, yeah, Ooh. not really with the Dathomir bit, but. You got some, Jimmy? W- yeah, go for I, it, yeah. No, go ahead, Taylor. You finish no, first. I was, was kind of going to jump back to something else that we already talked about. So. All right. Here's my thought. Is Marin going to feel the presence of new <gasps> witches? Does that pull Marin and Cal into season two? Oh! That connection she'll have with Dathomir all that magic coming back to life, is that going to awaken in Marin and she's going to be like, ooh, I got to go back to Dathmir. You know what? That would make so much sense because I have actually watched a few of these little like video YouTube videos that people are putting together. And apparently the Zepho, it actually has like a huge like background presence throughout this whole Ahsoka series. And that it's Q-Jet like... jet guy. Yeah. yeah, and it has like the the writing for the Zepho on it. And it has yes, the Kujak, which is um like the main Zepho, I guess. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot more Zepho connections in this Ahsoka show that they didn't even point out. So go on YouTube, find those. <laughs> then maybe Us. Go yeah, to New Rockstars. anyone, anyone, new and like, Rockstars does a really good job of uh, pointing that out. So yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, maybe we will be getting Cal and Marin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still think we're going to get a live action bender. <gasps> oh, oh, I was bums. I was so <clears throat> bummed that that didn't happen. Same. But seeing, <laughs> seeing, seeing the beginning, I was like, okay, it makes sense that it's who it was. Yeah. yeah. Not to bend you. I, I, I was kind of bummed, but yeah. So, mm. yeah. So, that pretty much wraps up um, the Ahsoka uh, episode well, eight. One Go more on, thing. Okay, so just thinking back to the Balin uh, being left on Peridia, just that scene of Ray Stevenson kind of standing there, just kind of like looking out and the wind's like blowing in his cape. And I just, I thought that was a really good closing for for that character even too. Because they may have even had more clips recorded of him there, of what he was doing there. And they might have taken those out to leave it just that this is where he is. He's found, like, he's he's peaceful. Like, he's totally at peace. Like, he's found what he's kind of looking for. Like, I don't know. I guess people could dig into it. Like, the mother, the, or sorry, the brother, the father, and the sister. And, like, people could look into it farther. But if you just look at it, like, Balin's there. 
he's like at peace. He's out there doing his own thing. He's on Peridio where he's always wanted to be. I thought like looking out at the beautiful mountains, I thought that was good. Like a good ending for that character even too. Like, yeah. 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 Anyways. Cool. So on that point then, (laughs) um, scores wise, we'll start with you, Taylor, then we're going to score this. How many loft cuts do you give this? Oh, um, I'm going to give this one an eight and a half. Like, I feel like I have given almost all of them an eight and a half, both cats. But there was just so many good, like, so many good shouts in this episode. And, like, we got so many good answers and good questions for future stuff, too. And I feel like I rounded off some good questions, some uh, good stories and stuff. So, yeah. Cool. I'm going to go for about an eight because it gives us more questions than it does answers. It just frustrates (laughs) me so much. was a top quality episode though I will say the fighting was absolutely brilliant oh so good fighting was awesome special effects of magic awesome Um, Jimmy coming to you what do you reckon I would say Jack you and I are usually on the same wavelength Uh, seeing three Jedi fighting together getting me fired up for Acolyte and maybe (laughs) some High Republic stuff down the line just seeing that was phenomenal Um, the storyline being pushed forward almost guaranteed a second season. I can't imagine they're going to jump right to a movie from there. Oh, um, but I will say that, I, I don't know if this is my bias of how much I like Shin and Balin, but <laughs> I am disappointed that that's all we got. And again, yeah. maybe like Taylor, like you said, maybe there is footage and they thought maybe. out of respect, we'll just end it here. Um, but I'll, I'll say eight. I'm teetering on a seven and a half. I'm going to give it eight Lothcats. Yeah. Uh, it was a really, really good episode. I yelled out loud multiple times with people sitting yeah. in my house watching me. So I can't sit there and bash it too much and let you know my feelings for like my favorite characters. Like That would just make me a big, giant crybaby. Um, so I'll give it an 8. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is like, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think, I know we're emotional still. It's only been in like an hour. I think this is the best yeah. series that's come on Disney+. Plus. Because there are no down episodes. Like rewatching it yesterday, I realized like they're all good. And yeah. I would put this, uh, dare I say, well, we'll talk about that in our recap show. Never mind. Awesome. <laughs> Happy day. So, on that note, then, explorers, please, as always, leave us your comments, thoughts, feedbacks, and scores. Uh, explore the force on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and also on YouTube. And don't forget, you can also email us at, at explorethefourcegmail.com. And as always then, Taylor. For light and life. And from myself, train your body, focus your mind, and trust in the force. Yes. <laughs> and for all of us, I hope you enjoyed our first recap shows. Yeah. We have spoken. Yeah, we have. Also, take it easy. Yeah.